one. We're back. Uh, the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Zarell. Kim, how are you? And I know you're excited about our guests. Hi, Neil. I am doing great. And yes, I'm very excited about our guests. Anything to do with breakthroughs in cancer, helping out people. I'm a cancer survivor myself. And so I totally understand the angst that people get when they hear that word. And we've got two remarkable people with us today. We have Daniel Kennedy, who is the CEO of this incredible place, Oasis of Hope, that's truly bringing hope. Couldn't have a better name, I don't think. And then a survivor who we're going to hear from, who's just got an incredible story, Michelle Tucker. Michelle, Daniel, thank you so much for coming. Welcome to our show. It's great to be with both of you today. And I'm so glad that Michelle is here with me today um, because she really is a hero. Yeah, well, I can totally understand that. Michelle, you look fabulous. I'm Thank sure that there were days when you weren't feeling or looking so fabulous. And uh, what made you decide to go to Oasis of Hope? Wow, that's such a loaded question, right? As from one survivor to the next, congratulations to you. Um, I went through three times breast cancer survivor, thyroid and pancreatic. After two years of failed treatment for pancreatic cancer, I had nowhere else to turn and was given four weeks to live. I really had, didn't know where to go. And I was just led after Googling, uh, after hearing a message, honestly, to look up alternative cancer treatment, I was led to Oasis of Hope. So I gathered up all my courage and crossed the border, left my children behind and walked through the doors there and just kind of like was led. I honestly just feel like I was led, the doors opened and that's how I got there. I've learned a lot and uh, it's been six years and I'm in remission thanks to them. So what? how did you hear about it first of all? And then when you finally did it, uh, what, how, what makes them different? I heard about it honestly through Google. I. I Googled one thing, alternative cancer treatment in Mexico, and they were the first thing that popped up. And that's where I went. Um, what's different? It's a family atmosphere. Uh, when I walk into the treatment room, there's a gentleman there. His name's Ernesto. He's on his guitar. He's singing. You cannot just sit there. You have to engage. If you don't believe in faith, you're going to believe by the time you leave, or you're going to renew your faith. It's it's just, it's one of a kind. That's You have to you have to experience it to understand if you um, have anything you need to forgive yourself for when you're there. It, ha it just naturally happens. And you learn about sugars, food, eating. Uh, it's, it's just amazing. I, words don't even describe what happens when you're there. It's truly mind-blowing, honestly. Wow, that's, that's incredible. And Daniel, this place, how long has Oasis of Hope been in existence? So my grandparents, Ernesto and Rita Contreras, had this vision in 1963, so 60 years ago. And the reason why I'm so excited that Michelle's right next to me today is because she is the living proof of what my grandfather understood in prayer 60 years ago, that he would make a hospital, he being an oncologist, would not only help the patient's body, but he would have a counselor like myself and a pastor like Ernesto, who Michelle mentioned, working side by side to heal the body, the mind, and the spirit. And as you know, Kim, um, you mentioned it, the word cancer can instill fear. And that's where the counselors come in. We help people overcome the fear of cancer by reframing it from a problem 
to an opportunity and to teach our patients to not declare that they're dying from cancer, but to declare that they're living and they are dealing with cancer. And that changes the whole experience. And that's why Oasis of Hope is such a different and a special place. How important is words? And especially you talk about prayer, but also the words, mindset, when it comes to, it sounds like what they do at o- Oasis of Hope, that the way that we word things can have a lot to do with what happens to us. It is. If you're into the Bible, you know, the power of life and death is in the tongue. Where What we speak is what we follow. And so if you speak life, your whole whole body, your immune system will tend to go toward life. If you constantly say, I'm feeling tired, I'm not feeling well, guess what? Your body will obey whatever you tell it. So Michelle is an absolute master of no matter how she was feeling, she would speak um, positive things so that her body could follow that. So you set the intention by what you say, and it really starts by what you think. And if you want to go to the origin, it's what you believe. And that's where faith becomes so important. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done without faith when I was going through cancer and um, my husband was diagnosed while I was going through it. I actually have a son who decided to become a cancer researcher because of our cancer and, uh, you know, is doing things and where he is, there just needs to be more, you know, we, we, we have, um, chemo, we've got whatever, but the whole person needs to be treated, right? Like talking about nutrition, talking about spirituality, talking about mindset, talking about all the other stuff, because it's a whole body experience. It's not just killing those cancer cells. And so Michelle, what was that like for you to have this different from what you were dealing with because you were a survivor over and over again, and then hit whammy, you're going to die in four weeks. What was, what made the difference, that kind of approach? How was that different than what you were experiencing in the U.S.? Well, what's different is my husband had already passed away of cancer a few years prior. So I kind of had this, um, shield around me of like, I wasn't going down. So for me, the difference was I just made this list of like a hundred positive affirmations and I would re- recite them like every single day, like probably a hundred times a day. My brother and I would go back and forth on the phone. What are your, what's your affirmation for today? What's your affirmation for today? We really just focused on being positive. And um, we've been like that. We were like that our whole entire life. He's has since then gotten his wings. And so he's my angel up there watching, but um, so thank you. <laughs> but I think that like positive affirmations, positive mindset is huge. Our mind has to stay positive. There's always going to be bumps in the road for everything, right? None of us are living this, you know, um, silver spoon in our mouth. It's never going to be rose colored glasses all the time. We just have to take life with a grain of salt and get through the, the hard times and be grateful for the hardships because hardships sometimes are our greatest attributes and our greatest ways of learning. Now I know about sugars. Now I know more about diet. Now I know to stay away from boxed food and all the preservatives. So you got to take your bad things that come at you and make it a positive. The importance of the subconscious to reprogram it, especially if we have certain things feeling about it, because we're in the subconscious 95% of the day. So what we have to do, so kind of explain, you know, how when you're going through something like this, and Kim could probably explain the same thing, when those 
negative thoughts go in our brain? What do you did you do to make sure that you can get to the positive? Because that's the big thing when we suffer through anything. It can it doesn't even have to be cancer. It could be depression. It could be certain things. If we don't figure out ways to get back our mind to the positive, we're going to get it's going to get worse and worse and worse to the point, especially cancer of death. What would you say? Who would like to jump on that one? You can jump on that one. Okay. Um, well, what I'll tell you, um, even dealing with depression and anxiety, what I found is such a powerful tool is to practice statements of gratitude. Um, and so if you're feeling really nervous, if you start uh, giving thanks for one thing at a, a time, and if your goal is to say 10 things of gratitude, it will shift in your brain and it will get you into a place where you can be more open to good things happening. So uh, even just starting off with the basic thing, like, thank you today, I'm alive. Um, thank you. There is a meal for me to have. And if you're at Oasis of Hope, there's yummy meals from our organic rooftop gardens being made by chefs for you. There's lots to be grateful for. And if you have cancer, I've heard patients say, thank you for the cancer journey. Not that I got cancer, but for all of the things that have happened that I've learned being on the cancer journey. So even if you're in the tough time of going through cancer, you can think of things to be grateful for. And I think, Kim, your story is incredible that even through the, the difficulties of cancer, something good came from it. Your son was inspired and is now a cancer researcher. We invite our patients to be open to more than healing from cancer, but all the other good things that come, can come about. And Michelle is a great story. Um, she, and she has many stories of great things that have come about because of your journey. My daughter is doing the same thing as yours, Kim. Uh, she's going to school down at U of A for cancer research, biomedical research, and wanting to learn how to cure, help be the cure for cancer as well, because her dad died of cancer. And then myself too. So that's kind of amazing, right? Like our journeys are pushing the next generations to help researchers and everything. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. There's a positive for the negative. Exactly. Michelle, we totally have to have coffee or something. We got to get together because my husband was diagnosed four months into my cancer and, and he did pass away six weeks later oh. from pancreatic cancer. Oh. Stage four. I mean, it was everywhere. Yes. You, you got to experience some of that yourself. And uh, so it's, it is, it's a tough journey, but I admire you, Michelle. I admire you, Daniel. When when you go through a tough time, if you're able to make good come out of that, figure out, okay, Lord, what do you have for me that's good? Because there's got to be good. There's got to be a silver lining. And, uh, and so I admire people who don't just kind of wallow in it or feel sorry for themselves, but actually take it and go help other people with it, which is exactly what you guys are doing. So thank you for all that you're doing. And Oasis of Hope is not, not only where you are, it's, you, I'm sure that everybody that leaves there is this incredible mouthpiece for you, uh, telling other people about it, which is great. But you want to tell other people even more through your documentary. And I'd love to talk about that for a minute, if you will. 
Yeah, so it, uh, 60 years, it's a big deal for us. And I wanted to capture the stories. Michelle is in the documentary. There are other people that are in the uh, documentary, like this person on the cover of our magazine. We made a magazine to go hand in hand with the documentary. Uh, this is Natalie here. Um, because we know that information is so important when you're making treatment decisions. And so we will send a physical copy of this magazine out and also a link to our documentary. If you visit us at oasisofhope.com, um, we want to empower you with information. And I want to say one thing, Kim, because you're a living testimony of this. You don't have to come to Oasis of Hope to beat cancer. Uh, but if you're in prayer and you're led, if your steps are guided to come to Oasis of Hope, our arms are wide open. We would be honored to be a part of your treatment team. But even if you don't come to the hospital, we can make an impact. We have wonderful healing recipes in our magazine. So please visit us at oasisofhope.com so we can send that out. And I think you'll just be inspired by our documentary. Wow. I, one 30 seconds, what would you say differentiates you like even from other cancer hospitals? You talk about faith, but what do you feel? It's the whole, everything. I mean, it from the, the mindset, from gratitude to how the treatment, what would you say? It's all of that, and it's because we don't focus on attacking the tumor. We focus on building the patient's immune system, and so we undermine the strengths of cancer by taking away things that make cancer grow, and then we empower our patient's immune system to then take care of the cancer, and that makes us uh, very different. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. Kim, wow, that was amazing, and then great how Kim was able to share her story and Michelle, and it was just an awesome time. I appreciate you guys both coming by. So grateful to be here. Grateful to be All right. here. All right, that was the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast, guys. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.